Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, this sucks. Penguins eliminated from playoff contention. They don't get the help that they needed from the Habs last night. Montreal swept the Penguins this regular season and then lose to the Islanders. So, thanks, Canada. Jerk-offs. Early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. It's Adam Crowley with you, as I am every single Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. You can hit me up on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley, via the phones at 412-928-9370. You dial me up, I'll put you right on the air, and I love it. The Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line at 412-928-9370. I'm mad, but I'm also appreciative. The Penguins' 16-year playoff streak is ended. And I think in the now, Ron Hextall has become one of the great villains from within in Pittsburgh sports history. And when you look back on this, when you look back on this era... And what Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang have accomplished, I think most will remember Ron Hextall as the guy who ended this. I'm not breaking any news here. There were fire Hextall chants at PPG Paints Arena the other night. And while I do put it on the stars that they didn't perform better against hmm, one of the worst teams in the NHL in Chicago, the season on the whole and the era at large has been brought to a screeching halt because of Ron Hextall. You look at Jared McCann, he's got 40 goals for Seattle. You could have protected him in the expansion draft. A mid-20s guy with speed and a shot who actually plays a little bit of defense. Instead, you get the old, decrepit Jeff Carter. How in the world did Ron Hextall think that the way to extend this Penguins window was to get older and slower. What kind of plan is that? Brandon Tanev, 16 goals. Sucks to lose him. This offseason, the Penguins, really the last two playoff runs, were dispatched because of their own bad goaltending or injured goaltending, and Ron Hextall runs the same two cats back at this thing. Then, deadline, need depth. You get rid of... Casperi Kapanen, who goes and lights it up in St. Louis. 
and you bring in Mikhail Granlin, who has one goal in 20 games, and it was a garbage-time goal at that. There wasn't a single person locally or nationally or internationally, hockey, that thought that this Granlin was going to be a good acquisition by the Penguins. Starkey brought it up on his program yesterday. He had sources texting him and saying, this guy can't play. He'll be a buyout candidate this summer, and the Penguins will have to eat $1.8 million for the next couple of years if they decide to do that. Crosby and Malkin are going to play every single game of this season. Chris Letang had a stroke. His father passed away, but when he did play, he was largely very good, especially down the stretch, and yet you missed the playoffs. I keep beating a dead horse, but hey, I did the same thing with Matt Canada. This era has come to a close because that guy could not have done a worse job as general manager. That's not hyperbole. That's the truth. I think your top six missed eight combined games this year and was really good. And you missed the playoffs. How in the world is that possible? Mike Sullivan has to wear this as well. I would get rid of him. Because, well, the roster construction ain't good, as mentioned time and time again. But it's better than Chicago's. It's better than Detroit's. It's better than Ottawa's. It's better than Montreal. It's better than the Islanders, a team that's going to make the playoffs. And to lose to all those teams at different points over the season, that falls on the coach too. Clean house. Move on. If you want to chime in on the anger, you can at 412-928-9370. That's the number. Also the text number. And on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. But I have to do this as well. 16 straight years of postseason hockey is, I think, something to be thankful for. And I think that the Crosby, Malkin, Latang era is going to be looked at when the anger subsides. When you go through your seven stages of grief as a smashing success, the one thing I think Penguins fans can gripe with is that they haven't won a playoff series since 2018. And it ain't like Crosby and Malkin ain't been good for the last five years. That is unforgivable. And I think they have to own some of that too. Crosby was the best player in that playoff series against the Rangers last year. He wasn't the most impactful. That was Truba because Truba could just take anybody out that he wanted to and the league wouldn't do anything and the Penguins wouldn't do anything. Crosby was really good in that playoff series, but the prior three playoff series, he wasn't good. So some of that is his fault. That's the one gripe. You go out with a whimper and that's a shame. And I doubt that Crosby is ever going to win another playoff series here in Pittsburgh. Maybe he plays the rest of his career here. I just don't think they're going to win another playoff series. I don't know who the general manager is going to be. I think the coach is probably going to be Mike Sullivan, but I'm not 100% sure of that. Who's the goalie going to be? There's so many questions this offseason, and they could upheave this roster, sure, but I think safe money right now would be Crosby and Malkin. They're never going to win a playoff series again. So that means the era is over. 16 straight years of springtime hockey is a gift. Three championships is remarkable. And I do think that you need to show some appreciation for what was the greatest era in Pittsburgh Penguins history. Probably the greatest era in Pittsburgh sports history. And I know the 70s Steelers, but you're thinking about now 
two decades-ish where the Penguins have been playoff caliber. I mean, that hasn't happened in this town. And so I have a tough time juggling this today. It's a juxtaposition, big word. Syracuse word. Pony, hello. Because while I'm pissed, and I am, and I should be, and you should be, I don't know how much more you could have expected over 16 years. When this team was put together, it was put together by Craig Patrick and then Ray Shero and then Jim Rutherford to win multiple championships. And they did that. Nobody else has won more in the cap era. Tampa's come close. Chicago won three. The Kings won two. The Penguins atop the mountain. Won three championships and never missed the playoffs up until this year. That, to me, is the tiebreaker. It's the greatest hockey stretch in the salary cap era. So I'm appreciative of it. But at the same time, it should not have come crashing down the way that it did. Let's go to Tim in the Tank Brigade. Hey, man. Hey. I wanted to let you know that I had quite a good laugh yesterday because you sounded like the most guilty man in America (laughs) after your own fan base tried to throw you in the river. Yeah, for those who don't know what Tim's talking about, a lot of folks seem to think that I used a four-letter word on yesterday's early morning show. I've combed over the evidence. I did not say it. But I do think, Tim, it was me being me, man. I did not know what I said because I was all jammed up and irritated and upset about the way that the Penguin season at that point seemed to end. And so I, I didn't know. If I had said it, it wouldn't have surprised me. Well, I uh, I went to school for education and communication, so I can say for 100% sure you didn't say it. And I could have called in and saved you, but you learned a valuable lesson yesterday. When you someone accuses you of something, you say, I cannot recall. I would like to speak to an attorney. Yeah, I feel like I could have played that better. Thank you for the call, my friend. I didn't say it. Wanted to say it. Thought it. Wrote it down on my note sheet, which is another reason why I thought I might have said it. But it was visceral. It's how I felt at the time. And I still feel that way today. It didn't need to be this way. I always thought that if the Penguins were going to see this era come to a close, that it was going to be because Sidney Crosby got old. It didn't play well. Or if Getty Malkin couldn't stay on the ice. Or Chris Letang would deal with some combination of both of those things. And that's not what happened. The Penguins have never had Crosby, Malkin, and Latang together and cheaper after Chris Latang signed that first contract. Crosby, Malkin, and Latang are bargain contracts. Crosby always has been because for the majority of his career, he's been the best player in the sport, making $4 million or thereabouts less than the top players in the sport make. So you have him as a bargain. You get Latang less than you've been paying him. You get Malkin for a reasonable contract for a guy who averaged a point per game, over a point per game this year. And the rest of the roster, it's inexcusable for it to have been as crappy as it is. I, I mean, it's a joke. Brian Burke and Ron Hextall were brought in here, I thought, to, at the very least, give the Penguins some jam, some grit, 
some truculence is the word that Brian Burke is fond of. They didn't even do that. They never seem to be on the same page with Mike Sullivan. And this is what you get. The Penguins had no right to assume that Crosby would play every single game this year and average over a point per game. That's not the way time works. And it happened, and they still didn't make the playoffs. Malkin played every game. And they still didn't make the playoffs. I can't underscore just how bad of a job Ron Hextall did. Your whole top six missed eight combined games this year, and you miss the playoffs. Unconscionable. You have any idea how bad the rest of your roster has to be to have one of the best top sixes in envy of most teams in the league and still miss the playoffs? This guy ran the organization into the ground. Random caller, hello. Hello. Hey, turn your radio down. Sorry. What's up, man? Hey, I want to talk about how excited I was when Ron Hextall and Burke were brought in here thinking that they were going to build this team to be a tough team, not the soft, nice, friendly team that we were just seeing exit the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. Well, I've never been big on let's get the biggest, toughest team. That's never how they've won. They've been the team that scores a bunch of goals. They've been the fun team to watch, the three-ring circus, the Globetrotters. It's never been their style, but I did think that Hextall and Burke were brought in to change that a little bit and be a bigger, stronger-skilled team like the Washington Capitals that won, like St. Louis that won, like Boston back when they won, and they didn't even do that. I mean, I don't know what their plan was. I don't know that they ever had a plan. I just I just don't get it. And Ron Hextall, he should have been fired last summer when the Fenway Sports Group said, hey, man, we need your term paper by the close of business. What's your plan for the organization? He said, oh, I got it all up in my head. I can't put pen to paper and really convey it that way. That should have been a fireable offense after losing in the playoffs again last year. And that didn't happen. I mean, it's just a rudderless, directionless organization. And... They need a new general manager. They need a new president of hockey ups. Maybe both guys roll into one. If you want to fire Mike Sullivan, that's one way to have a cost savings. Instead of hiring a president of hockey operations and a GM, you just fire Sullivan. You got to pay him out. You get rid of Burke. And then you have one GM pulling the strings and doing both guys' jobs. Even though, what the hell did Brian Burke do? What This guy... And Colin brought this up yesterday. He's outspoken about everything except for hockey. He was supposed to be the conduit. He was supposed to be the guy that was doing all the media crap. Well, what does he talk about? Not hockey. I don't know what that guy does or did. Apart from Ron Cook mentioned it yesterday on his show, get pissed off in the press box every time the Penguins committed a penalty in the third period. Okay, great. Nice competitive spirit. What are you bringing to the ice? It did not have to end this way. I think it's probably a little much to say that with the correct roster management that this team could have contended for a championship, but with the correct roster management, this team absolutely could have made the playoffs, and then you see. But not only was it not the correct roster management, you get guys like Granlin in here for $5 bucks. you just run this thing into the ground. And then you can't help but chuckle in sort of a sick, sadistic way 
about Nick Bonino getting acquired and then what, playing a game or two before his spleen explodes? I feel like my spleen exploded. 412-928-9370. What's your prevailing emotion today? Is it anger that it didn't have to end this way for the Penguins? Or are you able to look at this on the whole and be appreciative of the last 16 years? I want to hear from you. Text line, phone line, Twitter. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I've already butchered the clock by going 16 minutes in the first segment. Let's go to Walt in the car. What's up, man? How you doing? Eh. Hey, I'm kind of I'm motionless right now because dealing with the Pirates over the last 20 years <laughs> and also seeing how the Steelers can't do anything in the playoffs either, I'm almost numb to it. It's like, oh, well, it happens. Uh, we had our years. Now it's going to be, you know, the, in the doldrums. Well, I think that's a reasonable way to look at it. I don't know that people could have expected more championships. I know that people could have expected more playoff success at the end of this thing here, the last five years, I mean, you got to win at least a playoff series. That's where you needed to expect more and the organization expected more and they did underachieve. Three championships in a 16-year period with the same core group of guys, I mean, I can't have possibly expected more. I really couldn't have. And they had some playoff flameouts in there, but it's really hard to win a championship. You win three, I mean, that's the most successful run in franchise history. It's the most successful run in the salary cap era of this sport. So to expect more than that, I think you're getting a little greedy. Once they won the third, I mean, to me, the the rest was gravy. Apart from, yeah, you need to win playoff series. You need to contend for it when you've got all these guys. I got this text. Crosby has five years left at least. You don't think they'll win a series in that time? No, I don't. First, that's assuming that he sticks around for the next five years. He may or may not. If he does, well, they haven't won a playoff series in the last five years. And the team's getting worse. I don't know who the coach is going to be. I don't know who the GM's going to be. I don't know if there's going to be a president of hockey ops. I don't know who to report to at the Fenway Sports Group. So, yeah, I think it's probably safer money that they won't win a playoff series. Another text. I have to think they get the ship righted sooner rather than later. Yeah, I don't. I think you've hamstrung yourself here. You don't know who the goalie's going to be next year. I think it'll be an improvement whoever you get because, well gestures wildly at Tristan Jari and Casey to Smith, but you don't know that. Is Zucker going to be back? He was one of their best players this year. Probably not because you're paying Granlin unless you buy that guy out. There's too many questions. If they haven't won a playoff series the last five years, what makes you have faith that they'll win a playoff series in the next five years? I've got none, but I am appreciative of the last 16. No doubt about it. They've given me so much joy as a sports fan that I am really happy on the whole with what they accomplished. I mean, there was a period where it seemed like they were going to be 
the perennial underachievers. They were going to be the Atlanta Braves of baseball, but of hockey of the 1990s. The Braves, all those great years, those great teams, they won one championship. Well, up until 2016, it looked like that was going to be the Penguins' fate, and then they made good on the roster that you expected to win multiple championships. So, of that, I am thankful. But boy, it didn't have to end this way. And that's the phrase that I keep coming back to. It just, it didn't have to be over now. Ron Hextall will go down as one of the great villains in Pittsburgh sports. And the shame of it all is that he became that villain, tearing it all down from within. A flyer sleeper cell that burned this great franchise to the ground a couple years ahead of schedule. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Spring is here. Silverado's Colorado's back in stock with a great selection. Stop in online at SunChevy.com. Sunny today with highs touching 80. Usually when it's light out later and it's warmer, you're wearing some shorts and a penguin sweater. Not this year. First time in 5,430 days the Penguins haven't qualified for the playoffs. And it sucks. And it's okay that it sucks. And it's okay the last five years suck because they have. And the regular seasons have been stupendous, largely. But the postseason have left you wanting more. And I think fairly so. At the same time, the last 16 years have been excellent. Three championships, four Stanley Cup appearances, five conference final appearances. So one out of every three years, just about, the Penguins have gone to at least the conference final. Doesn't mean that there weren't huge disappointments in there. The 13 Boston series, the 2012 Flyers series, the 14 Rangers series, last year's Rangers series. You're not going to have... Tom Brady levels of success where every year you're going to go to the championship game and nine times you're going to play for the championship in a two-decade period. It just doesn't happen. This is as close in hockey terms and in hockey circles that we've seen to that in the modern salary cap era. And that's why I find myself today not necessarily conflicted, but you got room for both in that little brain of yours, right? At least I do where I'm really happy about the last largely two decades and also upset that it ended the way that it did. And not just this year, but the last five years. Kind of a slow burn to the end, where every year you think, okay, a tweak here or there, and they'll win a playoff series, and then maybe more, and it just hasn't happened. But I do remember the X generation where we had to pretend, Penguins fans, to be excited about a guy like Ryan Malone leading the team in goals with 20, or Rico Fata, boy, is he fast. And you had to get jammed up for guys like Dick Tarnstrom leading the team in points, a defenseman who was, you know, just okay. And then for them to give you what they've given us, I mean, there's there's an appreciation there. And I think both of those viewpoints are valid. And really, I think that that's kind of the only way you can look at it. If you look at it as just a total disappointment because the last five years, I think you missed out on a lot of the joy and you don't understand how hard it is that for them to have done what they did. 
But if you look at it and you omit the last five years, I think you're kind of crazy there too. Okay, bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 